Dafayim base. So still in real the sugya of Yichus. We said that Bavel is the most miyuchus of all the places. Uh, we've got seven lines down. Amar Rami Bar Chavil Yoma, which is a place in Bavel, in the area of Bavel, Tachlita de Bavel. It is the best part of Bavel. In terms of Yichus, if you want the best Yichus, the best Yichus in this place called Chavil Yama. Some of the say it's a lashon of Tcheles, the, the, the best, the, the royal part. So that is the best part of Bavel. Shunya Veguvia, which I guess are neighborhoods in this Chavil Yama place, they're Tchilasa de Chavil Yama. They're the best parts you want to get the best of the best shaduchim, that's where you get them from. Ravina Amar, Aftzitzura, it's another neighborhood there. Tanya Namiyachim, Chanan ben Pinchas, Chavil Yamas Techilta de Bavel, same idea that it's the best part of Bavel, and Shunya Guvia Vitzitzura Techilta de Chavil Yama, those are the best three neighborhoods in this area. Amar of Papa, not so simple. But nowadays, these Kusim, the Shomranim, who are, which we know have bad yichus, and we'll see more in the Gemara in the next, in the next few days. So the Kusim, they're bad yichus, they married into those families in Chabal Yama, and they ruined all the Shaduchim over there. So it's not true. Rashi brings two pshatim. Rashi brings the first pshat that he and him and Taisus obviously reject. It sounds like the Gemara is saying that if Papa tried to get a shidduch from Chaval Yama, they wouldn't give him a shidduch, so he therefore started saying bad things about them. So Rashi and Taisus say, Chas v'shalom, to say such a thing about Rav Papa, it's impossible. Rather, it's going on the Kusahim. That these Kusah, these Kusahim, Kutahim, or whatever they are, they tried to marry into these Chaval Yama places, and they were rejected. So he heard the rumor that they had tried to marry him, but the Maisa, they were rejected, and therefore you don't have to worry about it. My Chaval Yama, where is this Chaval Yama? Amar Papa Zu Prasde, either the Borsi or the Borsif. This is, again, some neighborhood uh, in the area of Bavel that is of high-quality Yichus. Who gavra the amalu ano mishoit mishut? He came to the Beis and they said, "Oh, where are you from? Uh, what's your yichus?" I guess they're looking for shaduchim for him. And he said, "I'm from shoit mishut." Now, what shoit mishut? Never heard of that town before. Where is that? Amar Rav Yitzchak Nafcha Ragel. He stood up and he announced, "V'yamar shoit mishut bein an It's between the rivers. Now, pasuk shat that means it's between the chidek on the pras, which we said yesterday. Everything we do chidek on the pras is bubbles, no question. Our only question was more to the west, more to the east, north to north and south. But between them was totally fine. Taisus is bothered by this. Taisus says because it must be a different place because that's obvious. Right? This is not like a big chiddush that they have to announce that between the rivers is kosher. That was the whole nature of the whole Gemara we learned. There's a Tosis that thinks this is talking about some other rivers, and that we're saying that these, uh, this area also has a, some sort of cheskas kashas. So what if it's between these rivers? That's what Tosis bothered it. If it's actually between the chidek and the pras, this Gemara's kasha makes no sense. We know that. Wherever these naras are, whichever ones it's referring to, it has a din of goyla, and as we said yesterday, the word goyla in the Gemara in terms of yichas is referring to Pompadisa. And Pompadisa was the, the, the Merkaz Atayr over there, and therefore that for sure was a place of good yichas. So Shait Mishud had Allah of Pompadisa that was considered good yichas. Where is it? It's very, very north, it sounds like, on these rivers which would make it even further past the boundaries we had discussed yesterday. We discussed Rav and Shmuel and Recha, different sheetahs and how far it goes, but nobody said he went this far. He only went that far. This seems to be even further away from the center of Torah uh, in Bavel. 
the, generally speaking, the borders what we said yesterday, Rav's Pshat, Shmuel's Pshat, Rechel's Pshat, but there was a little strip of land that went past there that reached this particular Shait Mishud, and that area also was considered the Yuchas. They didn't count it in the borders because it wasn't all the towns in that area, it was just this little strip. Amrav Ikabar Oven, Amrav Chananel, Amrav. Chilozon Nihiva, I don't know how you pronounce this, Nihu Vanad, Harirku Gredel Diochsir. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So this this town also in the Bavel area is considered like Pompadisa, and everybody there is Biyuchus. Amalei Abayas Abayas said, "Loititzule, don't listen to what Rabbi Ika Bar Oven said." Yevamu dinaflemi also. He had a sister-in-law Nebuch that fell to him from that area, and therefore he, you can't trust this psak. He's pasking something that's no gay himself. You're in a gabadover. And therefore, can he marry this sister-in-law or not? So he pasking he could, but he's in a gabadover, and therefore you can't necessarily trust the psak. Amalei, Sarvika said, Atu didi, I didn't make up this halacha on my own. Debi Right, Hanano told me that Rav said this, and therefore you could trust me. I'm not making it up. Go ask of Hanano. Okay. Azul Shailer of Hanano. They went and asked of Hanano. This is the pshat. Amalu hachi Amar Rav. Rav takasel chilazin nehavnud arei kugad liyochsir and Hanami. So Hanano confirmed that this was a halacha that he heard from Rav. It says, but it's not so simple. It's controversial. Abba argued on this pshak of Rav Chanan b'Shem Rav. What's pshat in the pasuk? It says in Melachim that Sancherev came and he was goyle the Asar Shvatim. And the pasuk says, "Vayogel, vayogel Melach Ashur as Yisrael Ashura, vayinochem." And this week, vayonchem, and he put the vayinchem, and he put them in these cities. Which cities? Chalchach, Chabor, Nahar Gozen, Vaare Madai. And what are these cities? Chalchach bechalach, actually zu chilazon. Chibor zahadayev. Nahar gozon ziginzik. Arimadai zu chamdan vechavuset. The areas around there. Amila, Amila. Some people say it's our city that we're talking about. Nahavnud vechavuset. It's the areas around this this place. So, and what does it mean, my chavuset? Chagav. I'm a shmuel krach moishchi. That's the place called moishchi. It's also a suburb of these places. Why is this important for us to know where Sancherif put all these people? So chuski v'ramki. I'm a biachin When Sancherif drove them out of the center part of Eretz Yisrael and drove them north into the area of Bavel, that's our shvatim. They ended up marrying with goyim, and therefore all the Jewish people that you have from these cities are, could be descendants from the Asar shvatim, and therefore the taka. Apostle, and therefore, don't tell me that it's a reikah gadol liyuchsin. No, because according to this pshat and that pasuk and malachim, these were actually a lot of Jews settled there, married in with the goyim, and who knows who they are? So it's like Spain nowadays, right? There's so many people converted in Spain in the 1500s that you have no idea who's actually halachically Jewish through the diaries in these places. So this would be a problem. Says the Gemara, okay, so we have a machlaikis, whether this place is considered miyuchas or not miyuchas. It could be like from the modern era, Kilo is miyuchas, but we have this problem going dar daris back to Sancherev that there might be Jews there that now they think they're Goyim, but they're really Puzzle Yidin, and if they're Megayer, it could be all kinds of issues related to that. Darchagav says the Markosoko Daitach, when they said one of the places they said was a suburb was this place called Mushchi. So that sounds like Hainu Mushchani. That sounds like one of the places we mentioned yesterday, Mushchani. Shmuel said this Mushchani was Miyuchas. And now Shmuel is saying it's, it's one of these suburbs of one of these places that's not Miyuchas. There must be two places, even though they sound similar. They're actually two different places. One was Miyuchas and one was not. Derech Agav, that we mentioned these cities 
that Sancher brought the people to, so we bring in another Pasuk, a Pasuk in Daniel. The Pasuk in Daniel is talking about, Daniel had his famous Nevoa of Lost Lava of the future generations, and he saw four different animals. Okay, and the Pasuk says, I'll read the Pasuk inside, it says, The animal I saw afterwards was like a bear. Okay, was standing on one side, plus the Elan Bapuman had three ribs of some sort, three pieces of meat in its mouth. Between its teeth. They said they should get up and eat meat. Okay, the first thing we're focusing on in terms of what the connection is to our sugya is this part of the Pasik that says that it had these pieces of meat in its mouth between its teeth. So, plus Elan Bipuma Bain Shinea. Now, the problem is, is that between your teeth and in your mouth are two different places. Okay, so where were these? Where was the meat? Was it in its mouth or was it between its teeth? So, Rabbi Yechon, Zuchilazan, Adayev, and Itzivan, these are the cities that we just mentioned. Shepamim Bailasan and Pamim Paltosan. This is like, you know, a lot of cities in Europe nowadays. The, the borders change. Sometimes it's part of the Persian Empire and sometimes it's not in the Persian Empire. Nothing do, there doesn't seem to be any halachic issue over here, but these cities move around, not the cities move, but the control of them moves between various political entities, and therefore sometimes it's between the teeth, and sometimes it's in the mouth, that's Pshat and the Pasuk. It's just mentioned over here, because Chiloz and Adayev was one of the cities we had just mentioned. Finishing up Pshat and the Pasuk, was Pshat and the idea of it being like a doiv, the Aru Chayach, Rina Tanyana, Dami Ledoiv, Tarev Yosef, which nation is this that's like a bear? Elu Parsim. These are the people from the Persian area, I guess what we would call Iran, etc. nowadays. Sha'ichla Mishaisin Kedoiv, they eat a lot like a, like a bear. Umur Sabalin Kedoiv, they're fat like a doiv. Umagadan Serek Kedoiv, they're very hairy like a doiv. Venna Menucha Kedoiv, you see a, a bear in a zoo, right? When it's awake, at least. When it's sleeping, it's sleeping. When it's awake, they're pacing back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. So this would be the same idea. Of the, the nature of the Persian people, Rabbi Ami Kavichazi parsed the Rachiv when he saw a Persian person riding on an animal of some sort, a donkey or whatever it was. Amar Hanu Doiv Naida, look, it's a it's a it's a bear with a driver's license, right? So that's a funny thing. That's how we refer to the Persians. Amar Rabbi Lelevi Harenu Parsoyim. So show me what is the nature of the Parsoyim. What do they look like? So Amar Lei Doim LeChayalos Shal Beis David. Chayalos Beis David were these, you know, the, the the commandos of David's army. These were considered very strong, famous people in battle, and these were like the Persians were, were famous for that. Harini Chabirin, Chabirin were these groups of people. Rashi says who lived near the Parshlayim, but they were considered to be super. Uh, super, not super strong, super not bakovadik. They did all kinds of horrible things. So, they are like the Malachi Chavala, just like Malachi Chavala, destroy. The Chabirin were just destructive people. Hareni Yishmaelim, what do the Yishmaelim look like? They look like the Shadim that they used to see in the Besakisi. The Gemara says in many places that the Shadim and Besakisi look like goats. I don't know why. They look like goats, and therefore they're very dark color, black color, and the, the Persian, the Yishmaelim, the Arabs, they weren't Arabs in those days, whatever they were, the nomads, they always dressed in black. And that's how you can tell someone's a Yishmaeli. Hareni Tamech Chamel Shabbabava, what does Tamech Chamel Shabbabava look like? Daimel Malchi Ashores. They are Daimel Malchi Ashores, Rashi has Levushim, Levenim, Vatufim, Kamalchi Ashores. This is the idea of the Tamachachim, we know by the Sfarim, the Temanim, they all wear white, the Tamachachim, that's based on this, they should look like Malchi Ashores. Back to our circuit. Kevin Nicha Nafshe the Rebbe. When Rebbe was uh, on his deathbed, so he was, was going to be Nifter immediately. We know the stories of Mark Subas about Rebbe. There's another story about that day. Amar, he got some sort of nevuah, and he was able to say things which should not have been things that he was aware of. So Amar, 
Humunya Ike Babavel, there's a town in Babel called Humunya, Kula Amunayinu. Everybody there is from Amun. And if you're not marrying to those people, they're not Meyuchas at all. Even if they claim to be Jewish, they're from Amun. Mizgari Ike Babavel, there's another city in Babel, that's Mizgaria, Kula Dmamzerihi. There's lots of Mamzerim there. Even though we just said, we've been talking last to Daf, how clean Babel is in terms of Yichus, I guess it, over the generations it, it lost some of its uh, some of its shine. So he says, this is a town in Babel, that's Mamzerim. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Birka Ikeb Bavel. There's a place Birka Bavel. Shnei Achim Yesh. There's two brothers. Shemachlif and the Shusem Mamzer. They swap wives, which of course also create Mamzer. It's not necessarily the whole town, but there are Mamzerim in this town as well. Birta the Sachu Ikeb There's another town in Bavel that went off the derech. What's the story? Hayoyim Sar Meachre Amokim. Sounds like we're saying that today this story happened. The first we say it can't be because we're about to say that the story happened on Shabbos. The Rebbe was not nifter on Shabbos. So the end part of the story happened on Shabbos. We'll see what that is. It happened the day Rebbe was nifter. They went fishing on Shabbos. They used to have these fish farms and they flooded them. And when they flooded them up, the fish would come up and then they would go and catch the fish on Shabbos so you can have delicious uh, fresh fish on Shabbos. But they're mechaloli Shabbos. They caught them on Shabbos. He put them into Cherub. And today, Rabbi was saying, the day that I died, they all went off the derech. And this is a point you have to be sometimes sensitive about. Before you punish people, put them in Cherub, etc. How's that going to affect their, their religious affiliation? Here we see they put them in Cherub, and they taka went off the derech. And that's what Rabbi was saying. You should know that. Why is this one important for us? Either to know that they went off the derech. Some of us say that the, the point of Rabbi here was to prove that everything else he's saying was truthful as well. This one you could prove, you could check. Once you could check this one, then you already know all the yichos ones that he's mentioned are also going to be trustworthy. Akradama Ikababavel, there's a town called Akradama, Agra in Bavel. Adar Barahava Yeshba, there's a person named Adar Barahava there. Hayyam Yeshiv Chekeshal Avram. Today he's in the lap of Ramabinu. Rashi says either means he died or it means he had his bris milah. Apparently there were multiple multiple. Uh, of which one they are, so either they were born or they died. And Rebbe said that Rev Yehuda in Bavel is born today, the day that Rebbe Yehuda Hanasi is Nifter, Rav Yehuda in Bavel is born. On the day Rebbe Kiva was killed, Rebbe was born. There was always a God Ladar. Obviously, they're little children, not, but there was always someone available who Akash Pochu had already set aside on some level to, to be the next God. It doesn't mean exactly Kamaisa. Obviously, each generation according to its level, but there was always the next Tzadik already available. Shenema, Vizorach Hashemesh, Uba Hashemesh. Why does the Pasik say the, this word Shemesh right? So it should have just said Vizorach Uba Hashemesh. Was Vizarach Hashemesh Ubo Hashemesh? There's two different sons we're talking about. One is the, one, the tzaddik that was Nifter, and one is the tzaddik that was born. Similarly, we say, Ajlai Kafsa Shimsha Shaleli, before Eli, Akain was Nifter, Zarcha Shimsha Shmuel. That's when Shmuel was already born. Shmuel was a young child, but Lamaisi, he was there already. Haramasi, Shanemar, Venera, Lekim, Terem, Yichbev, Shmuel, Shaykhiv. Now, Pashapshan, that Pashapshan means Shmuel just had his first Levua before. Before the candles went out in the base in the Mishkan, but was the Darshing and Drush, before Eli was Nifter, Shmuel was ready Zeichet to Nevoah. So you see the Shashar Sadaris, and this was one of the things that Rabbi was saying on his deathbed. Back to our Sugat. The Pasik says, Tziva Hashem, 
Liyakov Svivov Tsarova. Koshpochu said part of the Golas is that not only are we in Golas, but the people who drive us the, the craziest, they're around us at all times. Like we said before, Hamunya, we said, is full of Amoinim. Amoinim are historically people who are Mitzar Yisrael. And they have a town right next to Pumnara, which is a Jewish town, is this Amoini town. So even in Golis, Hasashalm, Koshbochu puts the Tzoros very close. You'll see what this has to do with our sugi in a second. And in this Nevoah, he saw this person named Paltio Benayahu. We'll see who he was in a minute. Died. The Epa upon her, Yechesko said, I fell on my face. For Etsai called Godel, and I screamed and cried. So, what is the story here? Why did he die? Why is Yechesko screaming? So Ravi Shmuel, Ravi Shmuel had two different ways to learn this Pasuk. One says that this Paltuyu was a good person, relatively speaking, and Yechesko was upset that he died. And Sansa says that he was a bad person, and Yechesko was upset that he died so peacefully, and he wasn't killed in some more violent way. What's the story? The governor in this place called Mishon, which we've talked about, he was the son-in-law of the Vuchanetzer himself. And he sent to Vuchanetzer, Hey, Abba, you took all of Kaisal into Golis. So you didn't send me any slaves. Hey, it's not fair. I want some of them also. Send me some slaves. So Boyle should do them himself. So Mukha says, fine, take the Jews. Okay, take the Jews. And now, he, obviously, this is not, this is the second level down. Nebuchadnezzar, to, to stay by Nebuchadnezzar in Bavel itself or, or wherever he was, that's the, high, the best place to be. To go be in what we call an Evid to an Evid, that's already a lower Madriga. So Nebuchadnezzar said, take the Jews. Amalei Palti bin this Palti bin who was there and sent him to Golos with Nebuchadnezzar. He got up, I guess with some sort of leadership position, and he said to Nebuchadnezzar, No, us Jews, we come from royalty, we're, we're, we're high-class people, let us stay with you, Nebuchadnezzar. Our slaves should go to there. So he said, great. And therefore, Nebuchadnezzar did that. He took the slaves of the Jews, and he sent those to Mishan to his son along. The Jews himself he kept here. Oh. So this is actually a good thing. So the Amar Navi, the Navi therefore was bemoaning this. This person did this, Paltayo did a good thing. He kept the Jews by Nebuchadnezzar, where they're, I guess, more protected and more, more taken care of, than sending them off to Mishan, where they'll be in, by what we call an Evid to an Evid, a second level, which would not be a good thing. And therefore, Yechezkel was bemoaning the fact that he died. Why would he have died? The other side of the story, this Paltayo was definitely involved in some not necessarily good things. Again, Yechezkel says in his Nevoah, he says like this, I had a Nevoah, and he's flying over the Beis HaMikdash, is facing towards the east. I saw 25 people by the door of the Heichel. He saw this Paltio there amongst this group of 25 people. Sorry, Uksiv, what did he see them? What happened to them? In the area right in front of Lum, these 25 people with Paltio was there. Their back was to the Heichel. They were facing east, meaning they were davening to the sun. So, but this are, they're davening to the sun, the sun rises in the east, and their back was to Kadosh Baruch Hu. 
So the Gemara Darshans, Vimashmashlem and Prem came if they're facing east, and you're there, Shechem Kapli Marids, and of course they're backwards to the west. Why does the Pasuk have to specify that point? It means their back means they pulled down their pants and they went to the bathroom like Balpa'or, facing the Hechel. Totally rejecting HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So therefore you see this Paltiyo was not involved in such good things. And therefore, he dies a peaceful death, someone who did such a horrible thing, and therefore we have two pshatim in what this, what Yechezkel's reaction to the death of Paltiyo was. Now, in a vision, this is all in a vision. Yeah. Now, what does that have to do with our Shagya? So the question is, the people who went to Mishan, were the people who went to Mishan Miyuchis, or the people who went to Mishan Eni Miyuchis? So according to, according to the version we just said, Paltiyo kept the Miyuchis people out of Mishan, and he sent all the Avodim to Mishan. According to the other Pshat, it's not clear. So says the Gemara, Testayim the Shmuel Damalarat. Shmuel was the one who said that he was a bad person, and therefore the first version of the story was not the version of the story. Rather, it was the version of, of, the, of the facing the Heichel business, not the version of the Avodim. He said, Moshcheni, we said before, that's a beautiful place, it's Mamash Miyuchas, like. Popatisa. Mishain. Now, yesterday we said in the list of places we said, we said Mishain is Misa. Rav had said Mishain is Misa. The Mishain is the worst place for Yichas. Shmuel said not like that. Shmuel said, Mishain lechashuba loimishimav, there's loimishimam zeres. He clearly argued on Rav, and he said Mishan has no issues of Avdus and no issues of Amzeris. There is one issue, Okay, there's an issue of Chalolos, which is only an issue related to Kainim, that they married Grushas, but doesn't affect the regular Bnei Yisrael, the Meyuchas. So the Chayef Shmuel said that, Odafki, yesterday we saw Rav said Mishan is bad, then it makes sense we know who said which version of the story. Right? In our Gemara, we just said, Rav and Shmuel said two versions, we didn't know who said which. The Chayef, now we can clarify who said which. Shmuel clearly held that Misha was kosher people, and Rav Lechera held Rav Misha was puzzle people. So he held the Avodim were sent there. So Malav Dafka is that necessarily right? It could be Shmuel held it was Latoiva that he sent the Avodim to Mishan. Oh, if he sent the Avodim to Mishan, how can you say Mishan is kosher and there's no Avodim there? Shmuel Tamei, Shmuel Shitase. We had earlier in the Masechta that Shmuel said, "Amar Mafker Avda Yotzel Lecheres." In Gitin, I'm sorry, "Mafker Avda Yotzel Lecheres." When it's Tzarek Get Shecher, we mentioned this yesterday. Shmuel Shitase holds there's no such thing as an Evid, third generation Evid that's not by the Rabbi. It doesn't exist. At some point, the Rabbi is Miyayish, and he gives up on ever getting back this Evid, and therefore the Evid goes free, and now he does go free to marry into Bas Yisrael and it's Tzarek Get Shecher. He doesn't even need to get Shecher at all. Shunemar called Evid Ish Miknas Kesef. Only, you only can have an Evid if it's owned financially. Evid Ish, Vla Evid Isha? That doesn't make any sense. What does it mean, Ish? Ela Evid Shieshle Vishus, the rabbi love Kari Evid. If the rabbi is practically taking care of the Evid, then it's an Evid. Evid Shain, Vishus, rabbi love, and a Kura Evid. So you see that Shmuel Ishitase could hold that Echanami, the people sent to Mishan, were Avadim. But since we're many, many generations later, they're not considered our father anymore. And therefore, Mishan would be, according to Shmuel Shitasai, Mishan would be a kosher place. Rav holds, no. Rav holds, and is still considered an Evid for Yichas purposes, and they're not allowed to marry. Therefore, Rav said, they're Misa, they're all bad. According to Shmuel, that would be good. So the issue is not who is there. The issue is, what's the halachic status of an Evid after 10 generations when no one's taken care of? I'm going to read them with Shmuel. Whole new over here. Zu divrei mer. 
everything we said till now that Bavel is miyuches and all the chutzlarts is not miyuches and Eretz Yisrael is quasi miyuches. That's how Remeir learns this whole sugya. For Chama said no. Kol is becheskes kasher seimemedes. No such thing. You don't have to be chayshish anything. Yes, of course, if you know someone's puzzle, they're puzzle. But you don't have to be chayshish anything. Any land you go, any Jewish person you meet, you can assume that they're miyuches and you can marry them to the family. Arguing in our Mishnah. Arguing in everything we've said till now. But how do we pass it? This is an interesting question here. He let him marry a woman from Chuzaisa, which is out of the boundaries of bubble that we just mentioned. And if according to the mayor, a woman from Chuzaisa would taka be puzzle or Suffolk puzzle. You shouldn't marry such a person. For him, he said you could. Why did you let him do that? Is it because you're Paskin and the Chachamim who argue on everything we just said with Shemir Meir? He said that might be true. They never learned such a Shita. And if Kahan is based on if Papa is based on never learned such a Shita. All these Batim and Joshim said, no, we go with Shita's or Meir. Could be there is no Shita of Chacham altogether. The only Shita's or Meir, all these areas are Puzzle. How can you paskin out like that? But he refused, and he went with this psaq, which the shami of Rizvid and Nardah. He heard from Rizvid of Nardah that there is such a shita, and therefore he paskin like that. But it clearly is, as we've seen throughout the last few blood, that the sugi is definitely not that the Allah is not like that, and the Allah is taka like we said in our Mishnah B'Shem Rameir, that all these areas are taka puzzle, except for the areas of Bavel and for Eretz which we said is Chetzichetz. Let's go back to the other point we mentioned yesterday. We mentioned yesterday this idea of nitma nitma. Then eventually, Gosh is going to say, okay, I can't clean it all out. Whenever we have svekas of different types of issues, we're just going to clean it all up and we're going to say it's mut. They'll be tar. Now, as a machlai, Rashi over here, bizarrely, says nothing. There is no Rashi pshat at all in the next few three lines of Gemara. The Rishonim have a tremendous machlekes over here. What is pshat in this Gemara? Is he talking about vade mamzerim, or is he talking about the suffolk mamzerim? Two totally different ways to learn what Rabbi Yaisi is talking about, and it's not clear from the Gemara, from Rashi at all. Even Taisus also doesn't say a word about it. If you also the suffolk mamzerim, then it's like we said, You don't know who's who. Kishpachu says, "Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it." If you hold it's vaday, then it's not the pshat that there's no halachas mamzeris because that's in the Torah. We know Chas Vashem Mashiach's not going to change anything in the Torah. Rather, it's like a one-time get out of jail free card. Okay, one time b'zman memeish Mashiach, Kashbo is going to say anybody who's a mamzer, I clean it up. If someone else Chas Vashem makes a mamzer after that, they'll still be a mamzer. But so halachas mamzer applies. So Kashbo is just going to give you a get out of jail free card. So one of two pshat and what Rabbi Yosi say. Remeirim and Remeirim says I don't know what you're talking about. Right? Whether Remeirim is talking about Suffolk and Vade, it's hard to know. But Remeirim says that this does not happen at all. The Pasuk says, Yechazko quotes that the Navi says, I will be metar everybody. What does he mean metar? Lechar means for Yechus. That's referring to Toma, from Zara, not Mamzerus. Mamzerus is a Yichos thing, and it, it is, it is. And if the person's possible, they're possible. No, it says, and then it says, Why is it again at the end of the Pasuk? The first part of the Pasuk is talking about the last part of the Tarashem is talking about Yichos, and therefore even Yichos will be Matar.
So according to Meir, says there will be Mamzerim Lasulavai. How do we say the interesting posse? The posse says in Zechariah, the Yoshev Mamzer Ba'ashtoid Bichati Goim Plishtim. Our Kosh says, I will destroy the Plishtim, but there will be Mamzerim Im Ashtoid. Ashtoid is considered like the, the, the corner of Eretz Yisrael, like where no one lives all the way down there. Nowadays. And therefore, Kosh Pokhus, I'm going to put all the Mamzerim there. So according to Meir, that makes sense. You have Mamzerim, you put them there. No problem. They're under Mamzerim in the, in the future world. If they're under Mamzerim, what are they doing in Ashtoid? And what, what's this whole idea? So I'll tell you, you understood wrong shot the Pasuk. When it said Mamzer, it doesn't mean Mamzer like a halachic Mamzer. Yosef was a bucky in the Targum of Yenis and Benuzil. If you look in Yenis and Benuzil, this has brought this shot. Yosven based Israel, they will sit peacefully. When it says Vayeshev, it means there'll be peace. They'll be able to sit in this area peacefully. When it says Mamzer, Mamzer doesn't mean a puzzle person. Mamzer means like in a strange place, like strange people in a strange place in Ashdod. Ashdod was a far part of Eretz that people normally did not live in. Says the Navi, in the future, even in those areas, we'll be able to live in. It has nothing to do with Mamzerus, really. And even though it uses the word Mamzer, it doesn't really mean Mamzer. It just means a far corner of Eretz Yisrael where people don't normally live. Now, even, even that place will be peaceful, people are able to live. All the things. Now, what does it mean, Allah Kabyasi? It's a strange thing. It's lost and lovely. Right? Either it is or it isn't. We, we ask this kasha many places in Shasta. It's like Hilchas and the Mashiach. Some people say, as we said earlier, that this whole sugi we had before of Chimish and Nitma, Nitma, that we don't have to worry about Yichus, is all totally on the fact that we're assuming when Mashiach comes, it's all going to be wiped away anyways. And those two halachas go together. And if we paskin that when Mashiach comes, of course, Bokhu is going to retire everything, then we can also nowadays also rely on Chimish and Nitma, Nitma. But if not, not. And if we're paskin, we like a that it will happen, and therefore we can also rely on the Chimish and Nitma, Nitma. I'm Rav Yosef. We didn't paskin like a Yosef. That and we therefore say Shimon Ditma, have Yasu Eliyo, Mafak Minan Savarin Savarin, Eliyo, Novi, when he came, like the first shot we saw yesterday, and we would have rows and rows, chains and chains of Mamzerim that would be in trouble. Bar Hashem, we pass like a so we don't have to worry about these liquids. Okay, we'll stop here.